Just <laughs> making sure my breath is fresh. For the show. For the show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Frank and Darren, and we're continuing our Friday the 13th Best and Worst of, and we're going to be talking about New Blood, Part 7. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Because this is the yeah, psychic. I'm, think- I'm, I'm thinking your neighbor's lowing his morn again. Lowing his morn? Mowing his lawn again. <laughs> See, just just like the the, the girl, I, I don't even know her name, Carrie. We'll call her Carrie in part seven. Uh, Tina, I'm, isn't it? Tina, that's right, Tina. I'm going to try to th- make him stop. <sighs> wow. <laughs> oh. A little too much. <laughs> <laughs> This is what they say, you know, this is Carrie versus Jason. You know, everyone's been saying that. It's it's no secret that what it really is. Um or what it what what it was supposed to be. Yeah. Which is yeah. Freddy versus Jason at this stage. But they just couldn't get the right. They, they couldn't get New Line to agree to it and it was no. all sort of messed up. So what they did was they kept the idea of a versus film and decided to put Carrie in there. Um or Tina as it is. But essentially the same character with you know a young girl troubled girl under psychiatric care with telekinetic um capabilities mm-hmm. um, and we get this kind of real sort of <laughs> car crash of a movie <laughs> that you can't help but not look at yeah exactly exactly <laughs> so your best character well <sighs> I'm always kind of conflicted as to whether I should pick the antagonist as the as the as the best character Either or. in the film. Either but or. yeah, but I am going to do with this because I think this version of Jason is is the best version that we get across all the movies. I think you know Kane Hodder was the right Jason in all the wrong Friday the Thirteenth, um, and John Carl Beekler's effects work in this for Jason are just absolutely breathtaking. Mm-hmm. You know, you can see his rib cage there, you can see his shoulder spine. blades, the spine is, um, you know, you can see the shape of his skull under all that kind of rotten flesh on his face and the eye missing and every single wound um, that he's ever endured is kind of on show in this, be it, you know, the, the axe to the head and the machete to the face or the you know the the damage on his back and being burnt and whatever he's gone through is totally visible within this version of Jason. And you know when his when he's when he's unveiled when his mask finally comes off, it is it's it's, it's terrific. I, they must have gone through hours of makeup for this. So yeah, so Jason is my absolute favorite character in this film. All right, uh, for me it's Doctor Cruz, uh, paid by the great uh, Terry Kaiser. Uh, Bernie, Bernie, yeah, from Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> <laughs> That's part two. Uh, a lot of the synopsis have him as an evil doctor, which I don't think he's an evil doctor. I think he wants to exploit 
Tina in her power just to further his career. Uh, but I don't see him as evil. The reason why I picked him is because he selfishly sacrifices Tina's uh, mother in order for himself to get away. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, that, that's why he's your favorite character. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like, oh, no, what are we going to do? <laughs> Let me light her up for you. You know, uh, yeah, that's the part that made me laugh the most because uh, he's actually my, that's why he's my best character. And, 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 you know, her death is one of those kills that was really kind of fell foul to the MPAA. We yeah, spoke yeah. About this whole this movie thing. was. Oh, the, everything about it. It's so sad. Such a shame that we don't get to see the the, the full you know, Beekler vision for this because yeah. being a great effects guy like he is, he had all kinds of tricks up his sleeve for this film that they made, that they shot, that they produced, and and the MPAA just wouldn't accept it. They just kept chipping away at it, and until there was pretty much nothing left. And you know, the the, the Tina's mother's death scene is one of them. Um, that was pretty horrific in the original cut. Um, and even his death scene, which we'll talk about later, um, would have been terrific if we could have seen the full-blown version of that. All right, but you can tell me your worst character, though. My worst character is um, Tina's dad. I mean, this whole... Really? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, what okay. is a shit? Um, an abusive uh, bastard. An abusive, uh, abusive father, yeah. Uh, and to this whole kind of plot point of him, you know, being accidentally killed and, and drowned and only to kind of be resurrected at the end of the film to drag Jason back down there. It was just pathetic. Honestly, it was just <laughs> ridiculous. And then I watched it again today. And that moment when he comes up and he wraps the chains around the back of Jason's head and drags him down. I, it's almost laughable. I mean... You know, they jumped the shark in part six with resurrecting Jason, but to do this in part seven, you know, have her resurrecting people from the dead, and it, it just, you know, it, it's, it's to me, these movies are going a step too far now. Would it have been better if we got the original zombie dad, the the original uh, John, because they were going to have they were going to have him come up and be all zombified, like Jason. Okay, maybe. Now, it might be put, nice to see the makeup there. I don't yep, know. the the, make, the makeup yeah. is online. If you put it up, there it is. Oh, right is it there. really? Yep, oh, okay. I didn't realize yep. that. I didn't realize that. He, he basically looked like Jason. His eye was all demented. He was basically a skull. He looked like uh, Jack from American Werewolf. You know, okay. that's how he's supposed to look coming out of. Yeah, the, I probably would have preferred that, but it still doesn't take away the fact that it's why such is he still a there? Lousy, yeah, lousy <laughs> plot point. To, you know that you, fans of this franchise, you know, when it was just a stalker in the woods, have now really got to get their head around some fucking mental shit to be able to get on with these movies. And we're not even—we haven't even got to the likes of at least part eight is quite linear and not as, you know, it's 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 it doesn't jump the shark as much as the other ones do. But when you start getting to Jason goes to hell and fucking Jason in a rocket, you know, it's just. <laughs> These are going to be fun. These are going to be fun films to cover. Um, <laughs> but your worst character. Well, I had to choose between two, and I picked 
the, the more dick of, of two evils. Uh, and that's, unfortunately, Eddie, the science fiction writer. Not only is he annoying, and he's horned up for Melissa, and, he tr- and he's hurting her trying to kiss her on the neck in his tidy whities wearing socks and a t-shirt. It's just that he has no way, no how, to talk to women. He doesn't look at himself as a, as a person. He just he, he downgrades himself so quick when Melissa says, this ain't going to work out. But if he mm. knew how to satisfy her by just lifting her legs up and going downtown, that would have been fine. But he's been kissing. <laughs> uh, shut up. You know what I'm going to say. You, you have no... There shouldn't be a surprise on what I'm going to say because you know I have no damn filter. So... What should have been, he's kissing her neck for about an hour, hour and a half, and she's not getting turned on by it. And, you know, just throw her out of the bed. Have some self-respect, you asshole. And what does he do when she says they ain't going to work? Oh, rejection. You know, I'm used to rejection. I, I've been rejected by the finest science fiction magazines in the country. I'm going to go take a cold shower. I'm gonna have a date. I have a date with a soap on a rope. You pathetic piece of shit. <laughs> you tell her. Oh, and guess what? I'm going to give you the of your lifetime. And you know what? And their screams of passion are going to be heard throughout this whole camp that even Jason's going to drown himself because he can't take it anymore. That's what he needs to say. You piece of shit. And plus, his name is Eddie. <laughs> There's an Ed and there's a Ted in every one of these goddamn movies that are pieces of shit. <laughs> Fucker also has ED because he doesn't leave with a boner. <laughs> so that's my worst character. <laughs> um, do you want to take a bow? <laughs> Your best line. <laughs> Um, um, I would say that my best line is, and it's not a best line. It's the it's the intro. It's the <laughs> of course, of course, it is. Crazy Ralph, um, Crazy Ralph's intro, or the actor who played Crazy Ralph. Um, it's kind of a good um, overview of the, the the franchise so far, I guess. And yeah, I think it's possibly one of the best moments in the film. Uh, so yeah, so that whole intro sequence, I would say, would be my best collection of dialogue rather than line of dialogue. Does it even come with a character? Does it? It's just, it's no. just, it's a narration and explains yeah. everything about him: a killer buried but not dead, a curse, uh, you know, a Crystal Lake curse, a Jason curse. Uh, those who have saw him, uh, what is it? What is it? How's the rest of it go? Those who have seen him, some have seen him and lived. Um, and they even tried to stop him, but no one can. It's very, it's very Loomis. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's a good point. It kind of is. Yeah. Crazy Ralph yeah. is Loomis. <laughs> Crazy Loomis. <laughs> Switch him. It works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a good point. <laughs> it does sound like Loomis. Crikey. So my my worst line. Is that it's in a, a birthday card, isn't it? Yes. Um, happy birthday, Michael, you lovely son of a bitch. Many happy returns. Love, Melissa. And he throws the card and says, Cunt. <laughs> Eddie. 
<laughs> he should have said that while we. No, no, I'm not going to get onto that again. <laughs> <sighs> she might have been turned on by that if he said that. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, we don't like the sea bomb in the UK, so you know that always kind of really jarred with me. And I think in the initial releases of this movie, I'm pretty sure it wasn't there. Yeah, it's it's um, a real it's a real tough word even to say. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> let alone listen to. Oh. Uh, my worst line is from Sandra talking about Russell because Russell says, "When's the first time you fell in love with me?" And Sandra's reply is. Well, the first time is when I saw the enormous size of your beautiful wallet. wallet. All out for themselves. Folks, Frank's on one today. Just like, if you haven't noticed already, he's definitely on one. Yeah, there's also a lot of worse lines in there, too. There's, there's when the David, there is. David tells Robin, you know, you know one thing I like about you? You don't sweat a lot. Damn. Oh. <laughs> what do you smell her pits? All right, your best kill. My best kill is, and there are a few in this, um, and I think, as I said before, had we have seen the full-blown version of this movie, then we would have got some some great kills. Um, but, you know, out of what's left and what I deem to be the more graphic of the kills in there, I think is Melissa's. Okay. Um, when Jason bursts in through the door and, and uh, she kind of... Not so much confronts him, but it's stood there, and he just takes that axe in her forehead and slings it around the back of the TV. And I just think, you know, we said this before with uh, Trish in, in Friday 4 when she's thrown out the window. This stunt, I think, is great. I don't know whether the girl did it or some stunt woman did it or a stunt man did it. I, I have no idea, but it's a simple stunt. But, you know, one that's difficult to get right and to look realistic uh and and especially with an axe sticking out of your head at the same time is you have to turn dangerous. it right so you yeah don't... exactly yeah well obviously not real axe but the, the yeah. prosthetic axe it would have um, the glue would have came off if you hit it the right mm, way yeah no i i just think that whole shot looks terrific it really does it's um it's a uh, it's a uh, it's probably the i guess the the toughest kill within the movie as it stands you know i would have liked it if when the stump person slides across the TV. If Axel's work workout video would have turned on <laughs> on the screen, Can wouldn't that imagine? be a nice? Could that be a nice callback? <laughs> Little ass is going coach. up. <laughs> Hello, girls. Miss me. <laughs> Good idea. Someone got to do that now. In the, so, can somebody do that? Oh. And somebody superimposed Axel's workout DVD onto that TV as Melissa's thrown around the back of it. Well, it would have been a VHS, right? Because the DVDs weren't invented then. <laughs> yeah. Or can, or can you put Axel's workout DVD on the television? Sorry, VHS on the television as that TV's been smashed over Jason's head. And <laughs> <laughs> flex. And what? And two. <laughs> Uh, my best kill is Dan. Dan's the one that was in the woods uh, running away. He's gotten the, the fist through the back. And then to, just to make sure he's dead, Jason snaps his neck from the yeah. side. I think that's great. because You know me. If I, As I did with uh, part four, I went with Jim because not only did he get the cleaver, the corkscrew, it was also the hands. So I went yeah. by yeah. 
quantity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so adding insult to injury, it's it was definitely Dan for me. I yeah, love it when cool. hands go through chess. <laughs> For like the guy in part six at the start. What was his name? A horse. Yeah. Horse. Yeah. 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 Welcome, Bar Carter. Of... Yeah. 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 He's done <laughs> a few of those in his time as Jason, I think. Um, your your worst kill. I just wanted to add another kill, which I think oh, is okay. pretty fun. They're, yep. they're all really inventive kills. Um, and the sleeping bag one is a lot of fun as well. Um, Kane Hodder's favorite, he says. Yeah, it's his, one of his favorite kills he's ever done. And I, th- I think the actual sequence, again, was a lot longer. I think they used, you know, they, he hit the girl against the tree three or four times. Uh, and eventually it just ends up being one. But still, you know, a really effective kill. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, my worst kill, I would have to say, is the... Um, because I really, really wanted to see... And I... I think they called it a Bushmaster 5000, if I remember from Fangoria. They spoke about this so much um, during the run-up to the release of the film that it, I was excited for it. I just remember reading about it in Fangoria and seeing some pictures. Um, and then when it came to the film's release, obviously, as we've said before and earlier on in the show, the MPAA totally butchered the sequence. That weed whacker going into the doc's um, stomach... It's such a shame that it just mm. cuts away. The moment that it makes impact, it just cuts away, and you get that. I think you just get a close-up of his face screen. If anything, a little line. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing, is there? But if you watch the um, Crystal Lake Memoirs um, DVD, um, which actually is free to watch on YouTube, it's a kind of six-hour documentary on Friday wow. the 13th. It's, um, you do get some kind of test footage in that sequence there of them you know, um, um, te- testing out the weed whacker on various dolls and things like that. Why that stuff's kind of never really ended up on the box sets, and I, I, I'm not sure. I don't know. It, they say that that stuff, all that footage, the, the, the MPAA cut sequences are, is paramount of binned it all now. It's kind of lost for good, which is such a shame. Mm. That thing, that sort of thing happens all the time, unfortunately. Um, but yeah the worst kill for me because of what it could have been uh and what it now is uh is the weed whacker or the bushmaster fire the bush whacker i don't know maybe it was <laughs> jason was gonna kill him. oh no that's jim duggan isn't it that's the wrong that's the... One. <laughs> you just killed every wrestling fan with that <laughs> mix up your worst kill uh my worst kill because there was actually no effect Involved except for a stunt man being a woman, and that was Robin being thrown out of a two-story window. Just because we've had people survive, um, example Trish being thrown out herself, she throws out a window, um, and also Gordon jumps out a window. The dog it survives, uh, we believe. Gordon, and but Robin, uh, who's the redhead in this, uh, this movie, very cute girl. Uh, she jumps out and just lands, and she's mm. presumed dead. I, I just don't get it. There, there. If there were, there, I mean, we've had you know one of the twins was thrown out of a window in part four, but she landed yeah. on the car, so yeah. we get that. Um, yeah. You know, even when we talk about part eight, there's somebody being thrown in that one and survives. But how this one 
didn't um, survive just being thrown. We don't, I mean, I'm sure it's only a two-level, you know, two-story thrown uh, out the window. They're just like, we don't know how to kill her. Just throw out the window. It seems to work with everybody. <laughs> so that was my worst kill, just because, you know, it could have been out of bed of spikes, you know, it could have been, you know, I, I know on the, on, on the van, yeah, on, yeah. You know, on a car. Um, on the bed of spikes. It did, they did it for Roy, god damn it. Uh, they did do it for Roy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, it, yeah, but do we need an explanation on why some shit is there in Friday the 13th? Do we need an explanation? <laughs> no. on, on a bunch of spiked party party favors. And how yeah, about that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey, it could have been like the naked gun when um is it is it OJ falls out the window and then like a barchy band goes over the top of him and then a steam roll. Oh no, that was a a Ricardo Matabal. And... Oh yeah. <laughs> the steamroller comes in after the band. <laughs> yeah. George Kennedy said, Oh, it's awful. That's how my father went. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can't talk about that because you and I will just keep going on and on. But yeah, that, that's that's uh my worst kill. Uh, Ricardo Montalban. Yeah. Ricardo Montalban. Uh, yeah, whatever. Your <laughs> God, um, God yeah. your best moment. I think my best moment is um, the kind of finale of this film. Um, even though it's total tosh, and it, you know what what happens is <laughs> just ludicrous. You know, particularly when she starts throwing TVs at him, and also the bit when the electrical cord comes round his neck and lifts him up and he's making all those noises um i i like the um the bit where they uh where they set him on fire i think that's a decent fire stunt it um you know it's up there with um dick warlock's stunt not as not not as engulfed as violently as he is in that film but it's still a, a a great you know fire stunt and and good for kane hodder for for indulging us in that because obviously we know what what happened to him in the past with you know he has his own demons when when we're talking fire stunts um so yeah so that kind of whole final five ten minutes uh, of the movie minus the bit where <laughs> her perfectly formed dad uh, rises from the water and, and throttles jason and drags him back under which is just stupid it is um, Ivy League sweater, perfectly clean. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, that that finale, the the two of them um, having that standoff with each other. I agree with you. Uh, particularly, I like the fire scene, um, hmm. just because it, it's got to be an emotional thing with Kane, and for him to go back um, and do it uh, for a movie just shows what kind of man he is. Uh, I also like where she's uh, psychically unmasking him. By the goo coming out of the back of his head because it's being squeezed, <laughs> um, and then you see what I thought was worms coming out of his head, but it was really tapioca or something like that, like yeah, pudding. Just, um, yeah. it, and then we see his his makeup for the first time. Mm. You know, um, I don't like the breathing though, where he's like, "You don't." No. Well, I guess no. he's dead, isn't he? So he doesn't need to. No, breathe. but but Kane said he started that because it it kind of makes him more menacing which i do agree with but it's just like the jaw it's, it's like he was chewing tobacco um uh, <laughs> no. 
gold bandits. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's the, I agree with you. That whole part, you know, and the roof coming down, you know, on him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Was, was, I, I, it wouldn't matter if that thing was made out of styrofoam, you know, and they said, <laughs> we're going to drop this on. He'd be like, no, you're not. <laughs> I don't care if it's made out of feathers. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going underneath that thing. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's just sad to sum everything up. The movie that could have been with mm. all the, this could have been the goriest Friday the 13th movie we ever had with the best yeah. kills. Some of the and, most inventive kills. Even though they are some of the most inventive kills of the franchise, it's just a, a shame that they're so tame. But the, the kind of saving grace for this film is the fact that, you know, it couldn't possibly get any worse after this. Could it? How, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, one of them is one of my guilty pleasures, though. One hmm. of them. So we'll, we'll talk about that uh, yeah. coming up soon. Yeah. Uh, but everybody, what are your thoughts? You know, and I want we want to know, is it a guilty pleasure for you? Part seven was, did it break your heart after coming off what it was part six? And looking what the direction the series was going to head to, I think it could have been a movie that would have been great. Uh, mm. As Darren and I said just a minute ago, when people put their heads, uh, their hands in the cookie jar and take all the cookies out and leave nothing for us except for sour milk to draw, wash it down with. <laughs> That's <All> interesting. Right. <laughs> There's no cookies. That's Eddie could have had cookies. Frank's golden nugget of wisdom for this week. <laughs> Eddie could have had cookies and tossed them, but he didn't. I'm not going to get on that. I did my rant on that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we'll be back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're going to do part eight, and we'll have a special guest. <laughs> we will. And we're going to change our T-shirts and record it in about five minutes. Here we go. <laughs> As always, stick to the roads. And the best of luck. Best of luck.